0: To the October 30th of 2020 uh, mastermind meeting uh, for Clear Tai Chi regional organizers, and the uh, today's topic is how to help folks with Tai Chi. Uh, and the uh, uh, it's part four and probably the last part of this one. And next week, I think we'll all be doing a different topic. But there's a lot a lot in this topic, obviously, as you can tell from what we've talked about already. Some of this will seem redundant, but there are other aspects to this that we still haven't spoke about. Uh, and then there's probably even more once we get done with our talking about it that we haven't even got into because it is a, a deep, fairly deep topic. Anyways, uh, with us this week are myself here in Maryville, Tennessee, uh, Greg Neumeyer in uh, Michigan. I'll let him tell you what parts. The free Ann Arbor, part. Ann Nice to see you guys. Mm-hmm. Arbor in nice to see you. Ty Talbert in Colton and other parts of California that he'll tell you yes, about. Yes,
1: we provide classes in Colton, Redlands, and Riverside, California.
0: Welcome, Art Don in the Washington DC area.
2: Hi, I'm uh, in Greenbelt, Maryland. That's about 12 miles east of Washington
0: DC. Also known as three hours away, if it's busy. If well, it depends busy. on traffic, right. <laughs>
3: Welcome. And
0: Chris Walsh in Maine.
3: Hey everyone, I'm in Hallowell, Maine, just outside of Augusta, right along the Kennebec River.
0: Sheila Bell in Costa Rica. I'll let her tell you what parts.
4: Hey, everyone. Um, today I'm talking to you from Playa Panama. I'm in the northern Pacific area of Costa Rica and Guanacaste, and I also have classes in Laveria and Playa del Coco.
0: Uh, Phil Chan in Columbus, Georgia. Matt Holker in Maryville, Tennessee outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. Hey everybody. Daniel Stringer in Florida. And and I know it's Paisley and a couple other things. I'll let him tell you
5: what parts. Uh, Hello, yeah, we're uh, located, the school's located in Paisley. Uh, We also operate in the land and it's not far from Orlando.
0: Okay, so what we're talking about today is how can I be the best ambassador? Well, first of all, uh, let me, before I forget, the uh, word from our sponsor, Clear Tai Chi. And what we're taught, what we're promoting to you to go with this is the free practical guide to internal power. And that's at internalpowerguide.com. Is that right?
6: Uh, Yeah, they can absolutely get that at internalpowerguide.com. And that'll take you straight to it. Um, And so, yeah, it's a a great course. Um, It's a a great way to get hands-on experience with internal power, even if you've never had any before and you don't have, like, an instructor in the room with you um, to give you that kind of hands-on experience um and that uh first knowledge of internal power and to just really show you that you can do it um it's not as mystical as it sort of seems at first blush um and so check it out internalpowerguide.com and then if uh, if you wanted to
0: see more uh other things than that you could do that access that same thing from
6: clear martial yeah, Arts. arts.com and it's available there as well along with all of uh, Pretty much all of our curriculum um and so yeah if you want uh you know to see the bigger picture of what it is we do uh and sign up for the practical guide as well you can always go to ClearMartialArts.com. thank you the uh all right so
0: how can i be the best ambassador for tai chi uh and my practice and my school and or my style And how can I do that in a way that best helps people? And we've talked about some things already, probably part of what I've got here stuff that we've already talked about a little bit, um, which is I try to be the living example of what this is so that then people have that example to follow and to understand and try to to do, right? Um, What I put here with that, for me is that be the best teacher that you can. So it also that also involves studying if you're gonna teach, how to teach and ways to communicate. And a lot of times it really is trying to stay very relevant to whatever's going on in society. For instance, prior to about 1998, 96, 98, somewhere in there, so 20, 22 years ago and before, I would not have used the internet as a way to try to talk to people or explain a principle or a concept because most people still didn't know what it was or not didn't know what it was well enough to understand how that would apply. Today, you could talk about certain things that happen on the internet and the average person is familiar with that. Um, and, so, and so you might hear me making a reference to, well, when somebody on, on Facebook does this and then the other person, they respond, how? Oh, like that you know, or, or some other thing that they've seen with their computer or when the internet goes down um, and things that, you know, again, prior to about 22, 23 years ago, they wouldn't have had any reference for. And now, like everybody, for the most part, knows that. Um, and so it's how do I keep what I'm teaching relevant to what people really understand today. And prior to the internet, I would say that most of the time, new advances in technology that affected the whole society were were the the further back in history we go the longer period of time you have before there was some kind of a big systemic change like that and now those kinds of changes have become more and more and more compressed they happen in a much shorter period of time Um, and that doesn't mean we have to be looking for something new every week or every month even or every you know quarter of the year it does mean that if there's something that's going on in major systemic ways that people are that are causing people to relate to themselves and to life differently, that I'm going to try to keep what I'm teaching relevant enough that when I do that, they go, "Oh, I see how that works," and whatever is going to best put that together. Um, I do also like the ones that have to do with any activity that somebody would normally do daily, on the normally that everybody can relate to, whether that be eating something or whether that be um, waking up in the morning or um, being tired at the end of a long day. Of course, you used to be tired from physical work you know, a long time ago. And nowadays it's tired because you're staring at computer screens, but anyways, um, or some kind of screen you know, and all that stuff. Anyways, be the best teacher and then produce the best students that you can. And it's something that, that I personally look at very, uh, very directly and very, and very invested in. And it's what can I do that will take my student from wherever they're at and really boost their ability and their level and their understanding and comprehension and their, their work and their own health and their own um, abilities in whatever way that that is. And there's, there's a uh, caveat of a sort with that. Uh, that might not be the right word that has to do with you get a lot of times if you're teaching and you get people who are beginners and they get up to where they've got their basic skills level, their, their level one Tai Chi. Next thing you know, they're opening up, they're putting a sign up one block from your school, you know, so and so's Tai Chi and you're going, what are you doing? Well, I'm an instructor now. And it's like, yeah, but you know, there's also what you call common decency, you know, and, and trying to open up and compete with me directly now after you've had three months or six months worth of training is a bit rough. And I'm using an example here. Um, and so it's like, and they've quit classes, by the way. So not only did they open up down the street, not only do they only have three to six months worth of training, but now they're not studying anymore. And and the advertising that got out there makes it look like they're the best thing since I literally had a guy do this. And what he put in his advertising that he had gone and learned off of this super master on the top of a mountain somewhere in China for years and this kind of garbage. And the, uh, and the bad news there is is that bad people are going to be, or good news, whatever uh, bad people are going to be bad people. They're going to do stuff. And ideally we don't let the one or two percent or the 5% or even the 10% of people that are going to do this kind of stuff, ruin it for everyone else. And it's really easy as an instructor to kind of do that. A lot of instructors, they get very jaded and then they just, okay, I'm not going to teach people like that. They're going to take a long time and they're going to keep everybody at a low level. Well, what they've done is let the bad, if that's happening, is they've let the bad apples dictate what everyone else who is really, who has a, a better um thing going on with without a better mind a better personality a better um caring about what the situation about things in the situation um, and they've let that those bad apples those bad characters dictate what everyone else is doing and ideally you would go the other way and and really uh, foster help those people that really want it for the right reasons and are not going to do those inappropriate things um, the only thing I can add to that part of it for, for the better students is then obviously making sure that they understand as early as they can some of where Tai Chi goes, some of what it gets into, and what and like the levels, the roadmap of uh, Tai Chi, um, Tai Chi Roadmap.com. Is that right, Matt? Yeah, that's yes, uh, Tai Chi Roadmap.com. roadmap.com. Yeah that will help you to have a way to relate to that and go, okay, look, you're at that beginning lead level right now. And you're getting a little bit of exposure to some of the chi stuff and some of the E stuff. Um, not a whole lot of E in the beginning, but there's some and the, uh, and a little bit of gin and all of that, but, but starting to give them an idea. I, I had a tendency to recommend books to my beginning students still do um, reasonably, you know, not when they're very first new in the door and don't know anything, but as they're, Starting to get some idea and, and getting the, the eight move down, and starting to get an understanding of Tai Chi, I try to get them in front of some resources so that they begin to get an idea of how big the art is and what it really can be like and what it involves. And with the push hands, where they really are seeing that hey, there's a lot to unpack here and a lot to do. And aid and not to overwhelm or intimidate them, but to definitely put across um, your your skill is here. You are progressing. And there's a lot to there's a lot to it, um, and a lot of depth, and it's going to help you in a lot of ways, and it's going to make it so that you can be a lot healthier. It's going to help you to make other people healthier, and it's just really trying to give an idea for the system and the style, and what uh, what can be done there, and how much, and how far, and and how wide, and how and and the quality of the skills and all that kind of thing. Um, And with an eye towards, I want to make you the best that you can be. And if you're serious, you know, in the beginning, a lot of times you won't send this at somebody. But if you start seeing they're really dedicated, they're really kind of in there doing it. It's trying to give them an idea of of what's really there. um, So that if they go trying to jump out three to six months to go, well, I'm going to go teach now. Are you going to learn the art? Or are you just going to be teaching this this little bit that you've got so far compared to what's there to be had? And I wanna make you the best you can be and and not the best three to six month student you can be the best long-term student you can be, which is obviously gonna help make you a good teacher as well. Um, anyways, any thoughts, comments, questions, other things about that? And it's being the best teacher and producing the best students you can is what I've really been talking about right there.
5: I mean, I would um, I mean, say thank you to you, obviously, because you definitely have made that clear to us that the bar is, so very high and, and obviously I did Kung Fu for a long time before I became Sufu student and one of the first things I came back and told my original teacher was he's redefined my definition of mastery um, and that's really kind of what we try to push at our school and then just to you know jump on from what you're saying with my students I have a lot of sincerity for the art and learning the art is, is for me for myself for what I want to learn and grow and I just hope that that sincerity can catch on to other people because if they are sincere and wanting this thing that can be found and they can see just how deep this well goes, um, if they're sincere, then, then they'll put the time and they'll put the work in and hopefully they won't be insecure people and they won't jump ship early because they'll see the value that can be had from being patient and spending the time and the effort.
7: Ah, uh, seafood. Yeah. So, uh, you mentioned that you recommend some books, and I was wondering if, uh, in your experience, what three books would you recommend to people that are?
0: I've had different ones over the years. Now I mostly am recommending people go to the to the roadmap, the the um, roadmap, the road...
6: roadmap.com
0: kaijiroadmap.com, yeah. that's gonna give people a very good overview of the art overall. And then there's some exercises mm-hmm. for each one of those levels and we've, we've got them on there for like 15 bucks or something, it's cheap. And then the free practical guide to internal power is gonna give some idea there. And it's, and it's you know, a lot of times when you put one of those things online, ideally it's gonna be something that people can, can take in and consume in anywhere from 15 minutes to two or three hours. And like the practical guide to internal power there's probably somebody if they were trying to consume it all at once, how many hours of material do you think it is? Ten. That's a lot.
6: Yeah, it's a lot. It, I mean, we've do, we've done our best to kind of make it bingeable, um, but the, it is a lot of instruction, and it is stuff that you you know you you do have to put some kind of practice into each piece of it, and and there's kind of a progression through it, um, and so yeah, that we I mean we've had people say. <laughs> we, we've had people say that they feel like there's about two years worth of material on there. It's not, it's like, it's more, it's more like somewhere in the neighborhood of six weeks or so. But, um, uh, like if you're kind of getting to it and really like doing the, doing the stuff and really, really, really thoroughly want to, you know, see each piece and kind of own what's there. Um, it's about six weeks, but it's still, pretty bingeable if your goal is really just to kind of prove that that internal power is a thing and that you can do it and and get a better understanding of what it involves and all that um it's uh yeah it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 hours worth of instruction from start to finish um and then whatever practice time you're going to put in
0: and normally online you wouldn't want to put that amount of material you know if you're going to do that you should be selling it or or putting like You know, an hour to two hours worth of even that may even be too much, and where you're really talking around the subject a lot. The problem is that's happened so much with Tai Chi and internal arts and the Qigong already that most people outside of the art, unless they're very already doing something that involves energy and internal work and that kind of a thing, have a tendency to believe that it's a bunch of a hooey and that it's not very functionally useful and and all kinds of other things. And so I did it that extensively to also get across, hey, there's real stuff there, a lot of it, um, and to introduce a uh, such a range and different stuff there that then anybody that's serious from there is gonna be like, okay, I wanna get in this. And part of that is, is that knowing that the, the level of material that I put across in the videos that we sell, all that kind of thing. I've done some stuff for beginners, and it's really not been, from a strict, strictly marketing standpoint, it's not been the completely the smartest way to do it. Because normally, you would put out all kinds of products for beginners, and then you would narrow to the to the to the more advanced stuff. And I knew when I started the journey of this to teach that there were enough people out there that had some tai chi moves and had some tai chi beginning and basic and all those things and had heard or or felt the more advanced stuff but really didn't have access didn't have real knowledge about it didn't have access to it or anything that they had been that they had received as an education in that way was um very sparse and very um okay that guy could do it but he didn't convey to me how to do it kind of a thing and that there was all, all, and so it was to really try to kind of pull the curtains aside and expose that enough so that then people would know and have an idea that when, I'm, when I've am when i got something that's an advanced topic, double-weighted error keeps coming to mind, and it's not really an advanced topic, it's a beginner topic, but it is an advanced topic in that it's very media and it, and it definitely takes some working through to, to get through that. Um, and some of the different gens and what they'll do and some of the uh, um, other internal training that's, that's normally more advanced, that it wasn't BS any more than anything else they had seen from me is, and so that it, it really would, would ideally let people know kind of what we're talking about, which is it would bring enough of an education to where, okay, now if you like all that, you're probably ready and you want more, you're really ready to study the art and to climb into it in depth. And I've got materials on there, videos and stuff where, you're not finding that anywhere else and then if you can find it it's people are alluding to it very sparsely and it's the big secret you know and then and then they're out of there and so I wanted to let people know this is real it really exists yeah it's pricey because go find it somewhere else most of the time you're not you know if you can find somebody talking about it that's about as good as it gets bone marrow washing comes to mind where when you pull it up on the internet look up bone marrow washing and it says this is Um, I'll let you say it because you had looked at it since I had Matt.
6: me. Oh yeah. Well, uh, the, the, oh boy, I can't remember exactly how they put it, but basically it's something along the lines of like, we think bone marrow washing used to be a real thing. Enough people kind of talked about it. Um, and there seems to be some evidence, uh, from like, from medical studies uh, from like traditional Chinese medical studies that were done, and like c- like cutting open cadavers and stuff, and looking at their bone marrow and and comparing, um, and finding results that there seemed to be some evidence that the practice did exist, but that the internal method uh, has just been lost lo- is now considered lost to history because they just can't find anyone. Who and they're actually- also saying that they think it's a myth. A yeah, the, yeah, a lot a lot of people just say they think it's a myth. Flat out, and then the ones who say they're pretty sure it was a thing, even they, even they're saying, but it's really not anymore. Like we can't find anyone who's doing it
0: like that. And so I've got the materials that we've got, even in some of our beginning materials, like my book, the Qi Energy book, and all of that, the bone marrow washing, and it's like, hey, this isn't, and it's not the big thick book that tells you, that translates the historical. Uh, writings about bone marrow washing, but doesn't tell you how. It's it was um, a much shorter section on what it is, and then but but enough to clear it, to make it simple, uh, and to give an idea of what bone marrow washing is, and then how to do bone marrow washing. At least at least a method, and for me the best, most simple uh, method for for actually building this, and safest, most importantly, method for building that skill. Anyways. And that if somebody's seen the other materials, then ideally they've gotten to know us well enough to know that, yeah, we're, we're not just, you know, shoveling junk here. It's, it's, this is really what we're telling you it is. Um, and so anyway, so hopefully, and then we've got a bunch of YouTube videos up. Anyways, there's enough there for people to jump into. I've been putting con- serious content up and out now for uh, more than 10 years. Where it's been like a like I don't know 400 YouTube videos uh, that kind of thing. Now the number of those that are straight Tai Chi probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 ish, but you get the idea. And then those those other ones we're talking about, and it was for that purpose. And I and I gave away enough to where most people that are in the art that are that are doing this hiding thing and all of that. They kind of had this, oh my God, but you know, what What do you, and they figured out, well, I'm able to give that away because it's not even my high level material. For a lot of people, what we put out there for free is their highest level stuff. Um, and I don't mean that's true for everybody and certainly not for senior masters, but for what most people have experienced from their Tai Chi, um, it's that. And it was so that when I'm, just, again, when I'm offering the advanced stuff, they know, well, that's all the, be- that is all his beginning stuff that he showed there. The only thing that happens is that sometimes bad characters watch that stuff and then approach other people as if they're some kind of a master or senior teacher because they know that they know as much as most people running around out there teaching and they've abused that. Again, I'm not gonna take away from the 80, 90 percent because there's some bad characters out there. We'll just, you know, I figure if we can educate the people enough and have enough skilled guys like you guys and lady um the uh, and, and people and that you guys are really increasing your own knowledge and your students are getting knowledge, then what will happen is that that literally there'll be enough people doing that and doing that well that it will take care of itself that it will become yeah that beginning stuff you got's beginning stuff and it'll be it'll be evident And the, that to me is is important partially because, Although there are benefits to be had from the beginning material for sure, and for health and for the other aspects of development from Tai Chi, um, it is definitely not the bigger part of, of the things that can be gained by the practice. And so only by getting to those more advanced, what people say are the more advanced things are you gonna get into those really deeper aspects like that and where the Chinese aspects of the Chinese medicine come into play in more profound ways like that? Uh, the Fagong being an example. The uh, anyways, and so I've really pushed to get out there. It's sometimes been at personal expense, whether that be money or whether it be just uh, mental, I don't wanna use the word anguish, but uh turmoil for lack of a better way to say it from people doing stupid inappropriate, yep. um, immoral stuff but right. it's just but it comes with the territory and you have to be able to like you said you have to kind of be able to navigate those waters and keep on keeping on and, and uh you know the the people like you guys here the you folks here that um have the better your heart and uh, in mind in a better place than that that that's you know, and to keep doing that and just keep on, keep on. And it'll, it will work out over time. Uh, in my opinion.
6: Yeah. And that's kind of what, what I wanted to add to all of this is that, I mean, for, you know, not, not all of us, in fact, no, I don't, I don't think anybody else on this call, I don't know of anybody else period out there, um, uh, has been as much of an ambassador for the art as a whole as you have Sifu, but the, um, but I, that, what that means for me is that I don't have to necessarily be an ambassador for the art exactly, um, because I can be an ambassador for you and for your system, and it draws people in to the art on its own. Like It, it, it gives them that, that kind of desire for Tai Chi, for the bigger picture of Tai Chi, um, and it makes my job a lot easier to be an ambassador in that way, because... If people get hands-on with me and they're impressed at all, like even marginally, it right away. It's oh oh man, you should feel my teacher. Um, you know, you should you should see what some of the senior guys to me in the system are like uh, in this way. Or you you know you should experience like like Harry's long distance fogong is really like aces at this point. He's screaming along and and you know that just it's funny how being in this group and how being Uh, you know, a student of yours, how easy and effortless it is, it makes it to talk about this stuff with people. Because I there's just no ego in it. Like, I don't, I don't have to be. um, You know, the the guy or like the focus of that attention at all. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of sharing with people and, and and you know, my passion, like what Daniel said, you know, being passionate about it and really having that desire to be a student and to get this stuff for myself is i think what allows me to reach the kind of people who are like minded to me and then it's just like well yeah if you want this here's the path i'm on and here's how i did it and you could do that too it's you know it's a simple i mean i i almost hate to say it because it sounds straight but it really is as simple as going to clearclearmartialarts.com and start there Uh, that's how I did it. (laughs) That's where I started my journey with all this. And, um, and you know, there are these kind of simple steps that people can take. And there's this proven method that gets these results and it's already there. It's already built. And, you know, all the YouTube videos are there. If people are curious about it, if they're like, well, I'm not so sure about your teacher or whatever, we'll check them out. You know? (laughs) And so it's, uh, it's just, it makes it so much easier to kind of bridge that gap. Um, and I don't know if that's what everybody has sort of done with it. Obviously, I'm in a unique position where that's kind of my role at this point is to do that. But I've been doing that since before I moved here. Um, I mean, I did that with a number of people that I trained with and worked with up in Minnesota. And that's how I built my original training group um, for, you know, for working with the the clear martial arts system and the clear martial arts stuff, um, as I just that's that's exactly how I did it. I just got people interested in ClearMartialArts.com, and then they wanted to train it too, and then I had partners to work with, and it was pretty much that simple. Um, so so thank you. Um, but uh, you know, that's I guess for for my part, the the only thing that I think is really core to all of this is that you do have to be passionate about it personally, and I think that that culture that you've created, Sifu, of of you being a student first and all of us, you know, following in those footsteps and really wanting to be a student first and understanding the power of being a student first, um, I think that is what ultimately is creating this this pool of, you know, awesome people that we can get really great hands-on with and, you know, we can go out and be ambassadors like this. Uh, And it is because we're not, like, I mean, yeah, we're, we're teachers because we want to share these arts and we want to help people. But ultimately, there's a lot more that we want in this for ourselves, too. And so, you know, if we can reach more people like that, it, it, we don't have to worry about sharing at all uh, because they're going to want to grow in these arts that much more. Um, you know, like Daniel said and, you know, like Daniel is doing um, and like everyone on this call, really. That is part of the reason also
0: for the amount of content that I put out. Again, not the smartest necessarily marketing aspect of it, but it, it really has to do with if somebody is serious and they wanna be my student, ideally they, they come with an education like that, or they got you know into like the practical guide to internal power and they got the, the roadmap and they got enough education. And then they said, I want more, like a lot more. And then that's, but if I get somebody in there going, okay, I've got my, you know, I've got a day or two days or three days worth of education on that, you know, 30 hours worth, 40 hours worth, I'm good. Then, you know, they, they really ideally didn't end up in front of me for that. Um, the, uh, the other thing about that would be because, because part of that being the perpetual student is that if you're really going to be highly skilled, that's how you get there. If you go, if people tend to think of skill as like some kind of an end destination, an end point, And it's not. It's a continual, especially for Tai Chi, Tai Chi twin, it is a continual improvement of yourself. And if you're not teaching that to your students, their skill is going to drop low. And at some point very soon after that, your skill will stay higher than theirs, but never much greater than theirs. And if you're continually working at it, working at it, and you're trying to bring them as far along as they can come, and you've got students that are excited and interested, and of course, part of our job there is to make that um, as best we are able, exciting in that way. And sometimes the knowledge alone will do it. Sometimes it's a matter of what's that person, how do you reach them? What is it that they're, what are they interested in? How are they interested in it? What are they hoping to accomplish with it? And are they minded in a way to go, to get to that, to those kind of skill levels themselves. And, and then that the hard, I think one of the hardest hurdles for people is getting past the idea that it's, it's not a destination, it's a journey and it's one that's gonna keep going. And that, that you're going to continually improve and that even if you're at a master level compared to the average person who's in their first year of training, if you get with the other master levels, there's grades there too. And the goal being to be, and then it's not just, Hey, I'll get to the top end of the people that I think of as being master level. And now I'm done. It keeps going. The masters that I've learned from they're they're typically referred to most of them as being teachers, teachers, um, or masters, masters. And it's because their their skill level is so high that you put them in front of a room full of other really skilled teachers. And Mm -hmm. if they start teaching or talking, the whole room goes quiet and starts really watching and paying attention and/or andor trying to take it in because the difference in the skill level. And um, for Uncle Bill in particular, he talks about learning from nature still on a regular basis that, that he is a perpetual student ongoing, and he could have quit being a student in terms of his approach to things, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Um, but it is that continual improvement. And, and, and think about it, he's 80, he's 80, like 85 now, and still still, still spry, still skilled, still um, able to move, still strong, and all that stuff. And the teachers that I've had, that I, most of them that I've, that I've studied with, not all of them, but most of them, they've had that going on where they're in late late eighties, nineties and they're still, they still got juice. They're still, they're still strong. They can still move quickly, uh, agilely, all those kinds of, you know, and with skill. And then when you, you know, when you're 25 years old you tend to look at that as like, ah, don't worry about that, most people. Um, You start getting up to be 40 something, 50 something, 60 something if you're, you know, and ideally you've done it before, it's too late. start going I want that kind of ability I want you know if I'm going to live to be 80 I don't want to live to be 80 where the last 25 years of my life are like uh, uh, you know I'm so sick and old and frail and, and feeling awful all the time that's not living that's that's suffering through right and you might have to do that but the goal would be I want to be like uncle where I'm in my 80s and I'm feeling most days I'm feeling good and that you can tell I'm feeling good and have the benefits of that. And that's, that's at least one aspect of the higher, longer term of the art. And then there's the scholarly aspect along with that and the mind development and the benefits of that. Um, but somebody has to have that desire, that aptitude, or wanting to be the student in that way. Anyway, so I'll quit rambling on here. Anything else you guys want to add?
2: When I work with um, Tai Chi students, uh, after they become familiar with the basics and know several postures that they can go through, um, I like to introduce a little more, a little deeper, some deeper aspects of Tai Chi. Um, for example, after they also get used to doing some meditative standing and get the um, the lightness from that and, and the relaxation and feel the whole body connected with with more substance also um i introduce keeping that feeling and um starting the tai chi and and doing the form you know from posture to posture and and keeping um their the body connected and light but yet substantial um, so they can it is sort of an introduction to a a further step with Tai Chi as opposed to just a light, relaxing choreography and people then um, can feel the more substance to Tai Chi um, and develop real power.
0: Sure, yeah, something that will help them for that health thing and, and the mind things we're talking about.
1: Sure, yeah, cool. Ty, did you have anything there to add? Um, It really struck a chord with me when you were talking about trying to make sure that you move your students forward. And um, I find that um, quite a few of mine, had sort of plateaued, they were comfortable. And so I announced that, um, well, if you wanna get any of the higher level things, you're going to have to take you're going to have to prove to me that you know the basics. And I kept stayed away from using the word test because it freaked some of them out. So like, I've got a test, Uh but now I've seen like, okay, I know for the last two months, three months, you've probably only done your Tai Chi when you show up at class. But now I'm seeing these major changes when they know that the, test is coming up on the 14th of November so I'm like I, I kind of stayed away from that because we have no belts or anything of that nature but I found that it does motivate them and that I can see them putting in a lot more work on their own. They have something to
0: focus at now.
1: In, in fact a group of them are meeting on their own to prepare for the test as we speak. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Excellent.
6: Ty do I understand that you didn't tell your students they have a test. You just said you need to prove that you know the basics. And yeah. that was like that 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 got them over that fear? Just yes. uh, just understanding it that way? Just understanding it that way.
0: But now he's told them test and now they're actually motivated. But now they're on
6: board with it. Yeah, but, but yes. they understand it that way. Wow. Exactly. Okay.
1: And you know, the thing is too is what I've started instituting is that I used to go for an hour and a half, two hours, everybody was there. And now I go for an hour, two hours, but the first hour, all the basics. And then I kick half the people out and say, well, this is for the advanced students. And people want to be there for the advanced stuff. So that also helps motivate them. Gives them that incentive, absolutely. Cool. And now a word from our sponsor. Is Chi real? The
0: word qi is the Chinese word for energy. And energy is everywhere all around us. Physics says so. The question is not, does energy exist? Because of course energy exists. The real question is, what forms of energy can human beings tap into and use? My name is Richard Clear, and internal power is what I do. After over 40 years of continuous study and research, I created a -a one-of-a-kind online program that my students are raving about. In it, I revealed the secrets of effortless internal power. The program has had so much success, I decided to take it to the public. In fact, the results are so powerful that I put a money back guarantee on it. Find out more about this incredible program at internalpowerkeys.com. The other part of that you know is that I'm one person. If it involves me having to put a hands on with everybody all over the world, that's almost an impossibility. Right. And when I say almost probably is an impossibility or it certainly is, I'm not doing anything else for 24 seven and all that kind of thing. And so I would rather put my hands on with a small enough group of people where I can really do that. And then have you guys where you've got your hands on with enough people that you can really do that and then have them going out into the community doing that same thing. And then by the way that we have worked ourselves and trained, and then the way that we have trained our students and that they have trained and that we've been able to coax them or, or inspire them or, or whatever it is that's gonna get them to train and practice and work correctly, um, then that when other people feel them, see them, experience them, and then they realize that the teaching method is there through our whole system as well, that it draws people into wanting to do more or know more um and to be wanting to become a practitioner and even if they're doing tai chi already or at least you know some version of tai chi that when they're seeing our guys they're going i want to be like those guys i want to be like that and that that even if they don't come study from us that um i've had people in the past go oh man i really love that thing you're doing i'm going to go with my teacher and i'm like well if your teacher knows that cool That you're welcome excellent Uh, my bigger fear a lot of times is like wait a minute how long you been with that teacher 10 years and you don't know that thing yet that's in our you know especially if it's like something we teach in the first year I'm kind of going uh okay I hope your teacher knows that because why didn't you know or, or that you're you know or that or that if you weren't a great student before now maybe you've been inspired to become one anyways But through that touch and through that example and the qualities and the things that we're both doing and or talking about, if it's conversational, that um, there is that inspiration being put across. And then the course that does promote clear Tai Chi as a style, it does promote um, Tai Chi as an art form and a health modality and a and I'm, I'm less. Even though we do more self-defense with it than than you know, 98% of most of the rest of the people on the planet doing Tai Chi, there is this other 2% or so that they really are doing the martial stuff. Um, I push that a little less. I don't. I'm not as concerned about us trying to prove that Tai Chi is this massive, major fighting style. You know, if I ever get somebody who comes along and joins us and they're really a fighter, fighter, you know, that, that's what they're about and they're wanting to do that, great, and I'll help them. And I know some of you guys will or have the ability to and will help them as well. Um, but it's not top of my priority list there as much as the scholarly pursuit, the health pursuit, the long life, longevity while feeling good pursuit. You know, the, the battle you fight every day is the health, uh, past a certain age, is the health battle. Ideally, the physical fighting battles are, are few to none. Um, that doesn't mean you don't want ability that way. In fact, if you're going to study our style long-term, you are. But, the, uh, but, but ideally, your first necessity was not how to fight. And if, you, if it was, Tai Chi is kind of a slower path to getting there normally anyways. And you might need something a little more immediate. And then well, we've got stuff like that in our curriculum. But the, uh, like the eye, throat, and grunt strikes of Tai Chi video does that like pretty, it gives you some, some idea of that. And if somebody said that's a dirty pool, well, was a Tai Chi practitioner as in, I'm not quite elderly yet, but fast approaching there. Anybody who's studying this an elderly person, you know, ideally if I'm fighting young, strong, fast, full of testosterone, I'm not gonna win because I was playing a fair fight. I'm gonna win through treachery. And, you know, that's, and then that's the old person's game right there, normally if you have to fight at all ideally you're just not even there um, anyways you get the idea where I'm, where I'm coming from with this any other thoughts
6: comments questions as as uncle says um you know i'm not a craftsman i'm a crafty man that's
0: yeah and he's using that play on words because obviously he is a craftsman as well as being
3: a craftsman exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
6: but uh, but yeah but he, but he's really emphasizing exactly what sifu clear just said um, that, that you know really kind of the tai chi fighting method and and really any any fighting method that you're going to use as an old guy for, like for real self defense yeah yeah for real self defense is going to be crafty it's going it's going to involve like trickery um you know of some kind uh you're going to have to be smarter well, than the other Well I wouldn't say trickery
0: but it may involve bang i just tapped you in the eye and you're you're holding your eye instead of being like okay let's go three rounds and see who's doing better which is ridiculous if you're you know if you're outmatched physically that way right sorry go ahead
6: no well yeah that's a, but that's exactly the point is that you're going to be doing stuff that's really smart for you and your situation and for your your self-defense and you're not going to be playing around about it um and that's And, uh, and it's going to involve that kind of, uh, you know, craft. (laughs) So,
0: yeah, I would say that that's part of it for the, for the, uh, being that sort of that ambassador for the art too. If somebody's saying, okay, I hear you guys can fight. What's that mean? And if they're standing there, it's like, put my hand on the top of their head and go, except I'm poking you in the eye. If I, the same amount way I put my hand right, and I I don't, wouldn't necessarily do that because if they were really wanting to start something, maybe they start swinging. But I go well, Tai Chi. You know, when you do stuff like this, it's poking the eye. And if they go, well, that's dirty pool. And go, you know, in my case, I'm 56. I'm gonna fight some guy that's that's 20, 20, 20 to 24. Been lifting weights every day and can lift cars and is fast and strong and is very young. And I'm gonna fight him and make it a fair fight. That's not a Tai Chi. The uh, you know, it's it's. Tai Chi is about you know like that eye throat and groin strikes. I'm trying to end this. In fact, I'm trying not to be there at all, and only if forced into the position would I then resort to that. Um, But in terms of like getting in there and going three rounds in the UFC, which is what people typically keep saying publicly, they'd like to see Tai Chi do. That's not really what the art's founded on. It's not founded on let's see if I can get in there and outmatch you with speed and strength and everything else. If it was if it was that. You know, it would be something very, there's all kinds of arts and styles and, and, and uh, you know, martial arts and that kind of thing that do that. And so um, Tai Chi's thing is about being healthy and well and able at an age and in a, in a place and time in your life that normally most people aren't. And it's going to be very useful to you that way. And if you're younger, it's got benefits too. But but it's not it's not your first go to for self defense. Now, if you've been doing it for a long time, it probably is your first go to for self defense. But with the mindset being proper, anyways. And people see that like you've I know that you most of you see me in a situation at one point or another where something was going on, and you've seen that my response to that, and the other person's kind of like, whoa, you know. And it's because they they were thinking toe to toe and I gave them a response, but it wasn't a response like that. And it was one where they were going, that would be terrible. And it was like, yeah, I'm trying not to be doing that to people. It's not that I've, I've been attacked or had to use the art I put hands on somebody in a very long time. But there was a time when I had to do it a lot. And, um, and I'm re- reasonably comfortable with that because of having had done it. But it's not something I'm striving for. And in fact, if I've got somebody up in front of me, close and personal, bang, right to the eye, right to the throat, right to the groin, is, you know, and, and then maybe one more behind that just to make sure. Um, but something simple. And if they're like, and if they're out here doing this, I'll do what Tai Chi does, which is it stands and it walks and I'm walking and they're like, stand still. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not here to go toe to toe with you. And I'm trying to walk away from them whatever the point was that you were trying to make, you're right. But I can't fight with that. That's right. No fight. Okay. Um, any other thoughts on what we've been talking about? I well, Only a couple of you weighed in. So, and you don't have to weigh in, just wanted to make sure you had opportunity. So then, um, let people see how skilled you and your students are, both in your movement and your qualities and in your, in your, in the health benefits that you're getting from it and that kind of thing. Let people know how nice you are and how nice your students are. So you get a lot of people, they start to get some skill and they kind of get very chesty about it and very ego and wear the, wear the stuff. And ideally, from a Tai Chi standpoint, as part of what the art represents, it's very friendly, very happy, very smiley, if you will, uh, not a fake smile, but but we're feeling pretty good. We're liking, you know, we're liking the way that the physical aspect of this is doing. So we like what the mind part is doing. That it's your a healthy individual, and in numerous ways, and that you're sharing that with your students, and then they're able to exude that towards other people. And you know, and it's do you want to be like this? Because if it's going to be a bunch of methyl draggers you know again there's a lot of that out there people can absolutely go join that i, I don't want to be part of that culture there's enough violence and anger in the world already don't mm-hmm. need to add to it um the uh happy happy will well-being peaceful um not stupid not weak not not uh, not uh gullible in a certain kind of way if you will um but you know uh, you know, we can be friends kind of a thing. And, and whereas there is that you get, uh, hopefully you're getting the idea of where I'm coming from with this and it's how nice you and your students are. And, um, yeah. So anyways, any thoughts on, on that, that you guys want
3: to add? And if not, I'll give you some more to chew on there. I I do see. Yeah. So a big part of what I want to achieve um, with with my Tai Chi, I think is very much in line with what you're doing, which is what really drew me, part of what drew me to uh, training with you is um, I want to be a part of my community. Um, You know, I live here and I don't plan on moving. I, I, I want to be a part of the community and I am a part of the community in other ways as well. But... I want people to, even if they're not interested in Tai Chi or, or martial arts of any kind, I want them to be able to see uh, the sign in front of my building and know that this is just where Chris is. And we know Chris and they can stop in and they want to talk, just talk, we talk. You know, I, I want to be a part of that small town, which it is a very small city that I live in and everybody knows everybody. So I, I want to have that sense of community, um, I, I, and when people are talking, I want them to be able to say good things about what I'm doing here. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, and to give you an idea, too, even in a community like that, um, in any smaller community or even in our, in our bigger communities, a lot of people, especially in today's world, they're very stressed. And so you can offer something that's for stress relief that's a big course that is for that. And that person might not ever be interested in Tai Chi. And Tai Chi, Twin, and the art, but most people, if they're stressed, are going to be interested in being a, not as stressed. If they're having breathing issues, and there's all kinds of reason for that today, both the prep ahead of time, so that if you were to get COVID or something, you can breathe better and help take care of yourself. So there's that, and then there's also just if they've got asthma or whatever other kind of breathing problems, getting relief from that or, and if you live in any kind of an area where there's any pollution, we live in the Smoky Mountains here and you would think that pollution is something we don't have to deal with. But what happens is, is that the mountain chain right here goes all the way down into Georgia and it goes all the way north up to where, towards where you're at, up in, up in, I don't think it goes as far as Maine, but it's up that far. And there's several or more very large industrial cities north of here and when you get wind that blows it and it gets down into the mountain chain it goes down through there and it really doesn't go out until it finds an exit point um somewhere that it, that it starts to come out and one of them is here in one of the gateway areas of the smoky mountains so we'll have alerts that are that are breathing um what do they call them um matt have you seen these they're like a, they put out a uh an alert i'm trying to think what they call it it's a uh but they'll they'll put out a warning that says, hey, today's today you might not want to go outside because the, the air is bad be- quality, well, it's air quality alerts.
6: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ty's probably yeah. familiar with that actually. Well, very much so.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it is it air quality alerts, that's what they're Air,
1: air quality alerts here constantly, you know, especially during yeah. fire season.
0: And so they'll put out air quality alerts. Yeah, and then we do get obviously fire stuff that comes down to they're not as often they're like what you guys are getting in California by a long shot, but, but it happens. And, and because of that, you get, you get a certain amount of the community here where they've got like COPD and different kinds of stuff because they grew up here and they were outside breathing that air enough and what you would think would be the Great Smoky Mountains with all the wonderful air and there are days when it's absolutely that. Um, But they get enough of that kind of thing. And so classes on the breathing specifically and to help people to be able to breathe better and to have the health benefits of that. And that kind of a thing. And then they at least while they're doing that do get some insight into the arts that if they ever get that interest. Or want to do something more recreational that ties in. Yeah, they're very familiar with you. They know you as a person and that you're a good guy and that you have these things and that it's beneficial for them because they got benefit from the stress relief or from the breathing program or from the, those kinds of things, or if they've got like hypertension and they've done the relaxation stuff, um, these kinds of things and that they're really, and that in our system, as you guys know, it's very, very directly and somewhat scientifically applied, um, so that they get real benefit out of it. And then they see that, and now that's, even if they themselves didn't do more, when somebody else asked them, they are like, oh man, I went there for the stress relief thing, or I went there for the breathing thing. I got these benefits, and the guy's a good guy. And, you know, and now, even if they didn't end up studying with you, but they end up with somebody else, it still is, is benefiting the art at that point, um, and it's going to come back around. Uh, you'll have people, I, I know that a lot of what we're doing is towards the top end of higher level, more skilled knowledge, information. And so a lot of times people go, well, they're going to go to somebody that's just teaching the class where they can follow along and it's less. If you keep doing what you're, what you're doing the way that I'm talking about, and for anybody out there who's listening to this as our podcast or, or the video, if you follow our system and start doing that eventually what's going to happen as we keep building community is there are going to be people that sort of rise to the top end of that. And they want more, which means they're going to have to go to a source that's got more. And we know we've got that. And as they see our stuff, and we'll still still look at it online a lot of times, even if they're studying with somebody else, they're eventually going to seek that out. And if they're in your area, that means they're coming to see you. Uh, And so um, and so more will be get more. And obviously all of us uh, that I'm aware of will at some point physically die and pass on. And so it's what I'm getting at there is so that I don't look at it like it's all mine, me, 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 you know, this kind of a thing. It's eventually it'll be whatever good I've and, and whatever I've been able to put out there. And then what those people have been able to put out there and it's trying to help people as a whole long term be better have better lives, have better health, have better, better mind, uh, peace of mind and also mental states and, and to increase the knowledge and the wealth of that and those kind of things. And that goes past anything that we can do in a very short period of time. So yeah, there's the making the living aspect of this that, that has to be taken into account if you're going to do it with any, to any volume or any, with any real time put into it. know going not so much for your own studies but going back the other way but ultimately it's what can I leave behind and I want to leave it better than it was when I came and so that's that is part of how how I'm approaching it and how part of how I'm approaching uh, that I'm when I'm working with you guys that I'm hoping again to set that example and you follow that example and that you have students who will also follow that example and it's kind of like pay
7: it forward
6: anyways I will say, um, for my part, that the fibromyalgia student that I had recently, who um, who I'm not working with directly anymore, I'll still see her occasionally here in class. But um, but she was a private student of mine who came to me specifically for fibromyalgia stuff, and um, and I worked with her on that for two months, and gave her what I what I told her up front and what I did with her was I told her that I would work with her specifically to try to give her the tools to help her manage her pain levels and and her fibro on her own as much as possible. And to explain to her kind of the working mechanisms of that and how it tied in with the bigger picture of Tai Chi. And that's what I did. And now she is able to be in just our normal kind of beginner level one Tai Chi class that everybody else is in. And she has the knowledge and the skill to apply what she's learning in that class Directly to her own condition and broaden her her sort of horizons of the art as a whole, and she's really really into it. And so, um, you know, that kind of approach, I know firsthand, it does work for people. Um, but some, you know, a lot of times, you just you kind of have to meet them where they're at, and sometimes that will be like they'll have a condition that you'll need to work with them on, or sometimes. They have a level of sort of skepticism about the art in certain areas. You know, we've talked about uh, like last week or you know, uh, a, while, a little while ago, we talked about like religious beliefs and like political beliefs and things like that. Um, there's other kinds of like scientific beliefs that, that people have that can get, that can get in the way and cause hurdles and you have to, whatever they're dealing with, whatever it is, you have to be able to meet them where they're at and kind of, hold their hand through those first steps of the journey and show them really how much they can do and and how much they can get out of the experience of the art and uh and show them where it goes and then you know if they like Daniel's fond of saying you know you can lead a horse to water but you can't make them drink um, you know if they want to drink they will um, and if they don't you know it's okay um, it's you know it's not for everyone you don't have to like I don't consider my I don't, I don't feel the need to like convert people to Tai Chi as much as I want to share with people, like how much benefit I get out of it and how much I feel like it can improve everyone's lives. And if there's people out there who appreciate that, you know, great. I want to talk to them (laughs) and I want to share more with them. Um, And if it's not your cup of tea, then, you know, that's okay. Um, You know, we could still be friends. It's not the only thing I do, um, but I just, I really love Tai Chi and I want to find more people who are, you know, who are really into this, the way that I am. Um, And, you know, and I, and there's some people who don't know that that's, that they, that they are that kind of person yet. Um, And you just, you have to find ways to kind of share with them what the art can mean for them. Um, And then, you know, a lot of times they will come along. Um, and, and, And I started rambling on all of this, because I really wanted to ask, I know there's others of you, who are on the call um, that I know of, and probably some that I don't know of who have had similar experiences with your students. Um, and so I just wanted to ask if there's any, um, anyone out there who wanted to share stories like that.
0: Well, so the other thing about your lady with the fibromyalgia is that uh, if I heard you right when you were talking to me about her here sometime in the last couple of weeks, she had where she couldn't even get out of bed some days or that by the time she'd been up for three four hours that she was in so much pain that she basically the rest of her day was shot and that she now has days where where she goes through the whole day no problem and she, that yeah. made a big difference in her life like that that the other people who know her are are actually able to physically and you know see and get some. go ahead and i'll let you tell the so, yeah,
6: well, I mean, so the specifics on that are that her, she said her pain levels by 11 a.m. when she was not taking the medication or when she was taking only like partial levels of the medication, um, by 11 a.m. her pain levels were um, were like she was done for the day. She she was basically crippled up. She felt like an old lady um, with like heavy weight on her is what she said. And so, um, and and just like joint ache everywhere like from head to toe. And, uh, and when she was on the medication, when she was on full doses of the medication, um, the longest she could go before feeling like that was uh, 2pm. It it like worked until kind of the the, towards like early afternoon. Um, And then again, she um, she got up and then yeah. And so, um, with the treatments, um, with, uh, with the program that, uh, that she's been on with the, the clear Tai Chi method and with the work that we've done together, um, which has mostly involved like just kind of stuff out of level one, but just specifically for her and for what she really kind of needed is based on my best assessment and what we saw was working and all of that. We just worked together for a couple months. And, uh, the last, I talked to her about it while she was still doing the classes with me, Um, like at at her last session with me, she said that she had gone a full week without pain. she woke up that morning um, with some pain, like when she woke up in the morning right away um, when she got out of bed, but that it had been a full seven days between like incidents of pain like that. Um, And she said this was the only thing that she had done in three years that she's tried everything you can imagine under the sun, everything they tell you to do for fibro, everything that uh, that, you know, that people have recommended to her. And I can tell by the way that by how diligent of a student that she is, that she's really done like whatever they've told her to do. She's really, really done it every single time. And she said this is the only thing in three years that has made any kind of an impact whatsoever and that there's this like light at the end of the tunnel now. Um, and so she's really excited about learning more. Yeah. And like, what, I mean, wouldn't you be, <laughs> you know, if that was your experience of it. And so, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, that, that has power and it has the ability to bring, um, you know, students into the art, you know, and be, and be very connected to it and be very personally passionate about it. Um, and I know like Sifu, one of your, uh, teachers for the healing methods was similar, right? She had, cancer and was like crying on a bench and, Good. and teacher, you know, a Qigong teacher approached her and, and said, what's wrong? And she said, I just found out I have cancer. I'm going to die. And she said, Oh, honey, you're not going to die. Come with me and healed her up. And then the girl was like, so grateful and so, you know, appreciative. And, and I think just impressed that, you know, by the skill um, that she went on to study and became super well respected and it's like uh
0: what the inheritor of the style
6: the inheritor yeah he studied
0: indoor student serious student disciple of that teacher and then when that teacher died of old age uh, of extreme old age right then jubon yi became the new she she made when she was still alive she made Jubong yi the inheritor of the system and passed it to her the um and so what I've got with that too, is that, that, you know, I'm only one person and I'm one person that by the the way that I conduct myself and by working with you guys and the other people that, that get serious about our stuff like that, that can touch and, inf- and help enhance and influence and work with, and, and that kind of thing. Others who then each are one person that can do that same thing. Um, and, and so I look, but, also knowing that you really are just that in this case I am one person and I can do what I can do as one person but if I do it well that that will duplicate and if I do it badly it will duplicate too (laughs) so try to do it well Mm -hmm. Uh, and that we're all doing the best that we can um, in terms of our approach to this. The only other thing I'm going to add here is what is the best way to communicate the benefits to people in need and being a living example is one of them. And are you healthy? Are you healthy mentally? Are you healthy physically? Um, Are you spiritually somewhat disciplined and healthy? Um, Those kind of things and help people, you know, as best you can with it, help people and then answer questions. I usually do, uh, if I get somebody comes to me and they've got something going on, I'll do a fa treatment for free, uh, qigong, a qigong energy work treatment for free. And then that's with folks I meet for the first time that they're, they're coming to me for something. And of course, with students, um, if they're normally regularly studying, I normally will just do the fa with them and also not charge for that. Um, like that, and then also obviously with the responsibility there so that if they're just coming to me for every little ache and pain, I'll be like, okay, you're learning this so you can do that stuff yourself. Let's let's get that to happen um, and that kind of a thing, but then to where it does and there becomes that self-responsibility and then the continued education to be able to do that better and better and more and more. And that, that also gets perpetrated and seen by others that self self-resilience um, as well as ability, as well as the skill with it, as well as the continued study, and that they are conti- that you and they are then continuing to study that I am continuing to study um, like that. And that the, with that, more is more. And you're not just studying to accumulate. There is a difference between I'm trying to improve my knowledge and I'm just adding stuff. And it's not just to add stuff. It's that I'm at a skill level here and I'm doing, studying more in order to get that knowledge and understanding up um, of what the art actually is and how it does those things and through the levels where it's, it's, like I say, it's not just this form and that move and that move and that move. It's more like how I breathe now versus how I used to breathe versus how I'm going to breathe in the future how much and how well I can relax now versus how I used to be able to do it versus how I'm gonna be able to do it in the future. Um, and, and how good in, in my posture and alignment are now compared to how it used to be compared to how it'll be in the future. And then different aspects of applying all of those things really well. Um, and then the skills that, that uh, come out of that and understanding the crafty crafty stuff and the and the tricks and the and I don't mean tricks like 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 magic tricks I mean the skills that come from having those things correct and sometimes it's a it's a teaching thing like oh if you're doing that then you could do this thing oh didn't even realize that was possible and that accumulation becomes not so much a uh, kind of like from kindergarten up to the 12th grade you know it was still math and it was still reading and it was still writing and it was still uh, those kinds of things but the 12th grader's ability in all of those things is a lot greater than the kindergartner, And we're talking about 12 years of study there, uh, of applied study. Uh, and so it's that. And so you learned all kinds of new things. But ultimately, it still comes back to reading and writing and, and math and that kind of a thing. It's just you've got all these other aspects that you're able to do with all of that. It's a capability as well as it is an a understanding and a knowledge base. Go ahead.
6: Bye. I can tell by the way you keep saying reading, writing, and math that you really want to say reading, writing, and arithmetic. Of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the same boat. That's how I can tell.
0: Uh. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Um, and so with the new students, obviously, I'm pretty giving, so, certainly for marketing. I know I give away too much. I would rather do that and uh, typically and go i'm in it for the longer the longer picture if you will the the more in-depth and and complete thing and that's that's a longer game a slower game if you will um but the one that ideally is going to get the most people seriously interested in the art sometimes to get people in you're better off to entice with something small you know a little sample and then and then and get them to chase you but and that's a marketing thing but um know that has its advantages for for accumulation of students and money making but it's it's not necessarily always the better thing for the art and only because so many people have gotten used to giving the sample closing up and then making people chase them from then on forever and it's it's done a disservice to the art in my opinion um anyways So on a happier note, uh, we're doing differently than that and trying to get that information out there. And then obviously we're still looking for the people and and trying to help people who want to be better, want to improve themselves in these different kinds of ways. Really putting across a culture of that and where you can see it and experience it. And then the people that really want that, like you guys and like me, um, you know, that they'll come on and, and do that. And then ideally more is more. That, um and that's reminds all me. On, so go ahead
6: did anybody have any other um student stories like uh like that or or you know maybe different but just other student stories about you know how um, you helped people find their sort of love of the art or you know discover their uh, that they want to be on this this path
0: if you're having trouble uh, what if you get people and they come to you with different things make sure to reach out to us directly and we will help you and or and it might be hey you need the education I've got a three video series on breathing okay that person needs breathing stuff you don't have a lot of breathing stuff right now but you're a serious practitioner in our system you had some breathing stuff get the breathing series make sure to question me you know watch it do it thoroughly do the work and then any think of any kind of questions you can don't go off the wall on me, but definitely like, you know, flush it out, go through it. And then you should have skills that are going to help a person with that. I've got different videos and different programs for relaxation. And then obviously you, you guys here get with me live. If you're listening, you get with me live and then make sure I'm alive to feel it, to see it, to, to, Hey, can I, can you tell me I'm doing this? This is what I'm getting from that. And then, you know, see what else I've got to say about it. Usually if it's something that's very um, sort of specific in terms of like being breathing or relaxation or something like that, but it also pertains to what a lot of other people are doing. I'll try to teach the whole group on that if the opportunity is available to do that in a way that's, you know, not departing from whatever the subject is we happen to be working on in that session or or that day or that weekend or whatever it is anyways but enough so uh, it it ties in enough when we're talking about stuff that has to do with the healing modality that there are a lot of opportunities for that and we want to make sure that those are available and that you're able to grow and do it that way
1: is there anything else anybody wants to add if not
0: we'll do our last word from our sponsor and that's it for today
6: Sheila, I would swear you had a student story. Or multiples.
4: I do. I'm just a little embarrassed because I have this music in the background, but um, I actually, a lot of my students uh, come to me with autoimmune problems, and I also have a student with fibromyalgia, and uh, I have celiacs, and I have lupus, and I I mean, there's all kinds. (laughs) There's just, there's, um, what can I say? When I was 14 or 15, I started having problems and I wasn't diagnosed until 35 myself and the whole science around autoimmune disease has really um, it's really taken off in the last about 15-20 years and every day that passes they know more and more about them but they're they're becoming more and more prevalent and a lot of people are suffering from things that they haven't even been able to get a diagnosis for. And from my experience, Tai Chi is just the perfect thing for for these problems. I mean, it's a huge range of issues. And a lot of them are triggered by lifestyle and stress and things that doctors really aren't trained to deal with. And so when these people come and they have their different, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Western medicine. But most right. Western medicine's not very, very, yeah, go ahead.
4: Yeah, no, correct. I mean, even if you go to a doctor and you make a laundry list of all the things that are happening, they're going to end up telling you, well, this is psychological, or they're going to give you antidepressants because you're so upset that you've been in pain for so many years. And, you know, I can tell you this because I've been through it all. It's like they don't know what to do with you. And, you know, Tai Chi is it. That's, that's my biggest recommendation. And... When I get students with these kinds of problems, they have found dramatic improvement. Um, if nothing else, like you say, they learn how to breathe and they learn how to relax. And that is half the battle. And then with all of the other wonderful uh, techniques that we have and you know, get their energy aligned and flowing, well, I mean, it, the difference is just phenomenal.
0: Anybody else? Okay, um, so the uh, the two the two things out of this today that we really talked about were the free practical guide to internal power, which you can go to at clearmartialarts.com and the uh, and click on the little ad for it um, or go to internalpowerguide.com uh, directly. And then, yeah.
6: Yeah. You can go to internalpowerguide.com and get just straight to the practical guide in that. And you know, that's great. You should do that. Um, check out clear as well. Uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of stuff on there. Um, there's, there's more free stuff available on there. There's a lot of stuff that is, uh, that's like the is spe- kind of specific paid courses. Like what Sifu clear was talking about the level one Tai Chi is available there. The clear Tai Chi online, Um, is a monthly subscription that's available there that uh, covers the entire curriculum that we teach our beginners, like what I'm, you know, what I taught to my girl with fibromyalgia, like what Sheila is teaching to her students, like what all of us are teaching to all of our beginner students for the first about six months of their training. Um, And that's all available there. And so if you can't get to one of us, if you're not in a region where there is a regional organizer or, or where there is a certified Clear Tai Chi teacher, someone who's really been through our program and not just like watched some YouTube videos, uh, but really has, you know, the training and, you know, the backing of CFA Clear um, to teach. If you can't get to one of us, you can still get to clearmartialarts.com and all the information is there and it's all designed in a way for you to learn it on your own when you don't necessarily have like a teacher to put hands on with. Um, but you can still kind of experience it for yourself and and really get the 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 picture of what you're after and what the training involves and what your goal is and what you're trying to do and, and when you know when it's right and all of that um, and it's all available there, including the marrow washing method that we mentioned earlier is part of the level one Tai Chi program um, and so all of that and more is available at ClearMartialArts.com um, and you should definitely check it out. Cool. and sign up for the free practical guide while you're there.
7: Can I just ask one quick question? Sure.
6: So how does
7: the information um, included in the practical guide, how does that compare with the essential keys to internal power? Are, is one more basic than the other? Or is there a lot of overlap? Yeah. The free guide, practical the practical
0: guide to internal power is really trying to give somebody who doesn't know anything about it or who goes, okay, what makes an internal thing, or is this internal stuff real? And it's really trying to get across things in that way. And then is there anything else that's specifically going on in that course towards that end, Matt, or is that kind of covering it?
6: No, that's, I mean, that's a pretty good summary of it. It's just, it's designed to take people who are just typical kind of folks off the road um, who might not know anything about internal power, maybe have never even heard about it before and introduce them to the concept and get them, give, give them a hands-on way, kind of wrap their mind around what it really is and what it involves. Um, whereas the Essential Keys of Internal Power is a much more focused course in internal power development um, that has very specific training stages that are designed to get you to a point of where you should have some very, very, very real Tangible juice going on from it because you've really been working the stuff thoroughly. It's not that you can't work the material thoroughly from the practical guide; you certainly can. But it's uh, it's just it's it's, it's a slightly it's the different difference product. between an introduction
0: and 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 you know if you're introducing something, it's not like if you're introducing a steak, uh, you gave people a bite of steak, and you might have had if you've got a bunch of different kinds of food, maybe they give a sample of a bunch of different kinds of food. Uh, and I'm using that example to explain. The way I think of it
6: is uh, people don't use this anymore. But like if you've ever taken a course where there was a primer, um, that's what it is, is the, the free practical guide is a primer on internal power. It, it answers all the questions that you didn't even know you needed to ask um, <laughs> that. Uh, and that's what the free practical guide really is. Um, It's that level of introduction to internal power. And then once you've had those questions answered and you kind of know what internal power is and you say, okay, I really want this internal power. The essential keys of internal power would be a great program to start with. Um, And there's many different ways to get started, but that would be uh, one one of the better ones. Um, It's one of the ones that we start a lot of our students off with just depending on what they want out of the art. Um, And, and, you know, the, if you want more of the internal power kind of without the Tai Chi, the essential keys would be great. If you really want the complete art, the bigger picture of Tai Chi, um, you know, Clear Martial Arts Online or Clear Tai Chi Online would be the play, the way to do that. But, but pretty much every way that you can get started and all of the available options for you are all on clearmartialarts.com. All right. um,
7: but I guess what I'm hearing you say is just to get a baseline understanding of what's going on. The practical guide is great. And the essential keys is really good for develop actual skill development. Yeah, yes. Okay, cool, thank you. Thank you, yeah, thank you.
0: Cool. All right, guys and lady, the uh, nice talking to you all this week. Look forward to interacting with you more and um, have a great week and uh, more next time. Take care.
2: Thanks everybody.
4: Thanks Sifu. Take care, everybody.
1: And now, a word from our sponsor.
0: For those of you who are interested in internal power and want a reliable place to start, and for anyone who wants to experience internal power for themselves, go to internalpowerguide.com. I built a crash course in hands-on internal power. The Practical Guide to Internal Power is a work-at-your-own-pace online program. It is the course I use to get students from 0 to 60 as quickly as possible, and it is totally free. So sign up at internalpowerguide.com now and get started right away. That's internalpowerguide.com.